What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Fall and Rise podcast. This is episode 12. Sorry for the late upload. Um, it's bad weather outside. Yeah. Didn't have time to, you know, film it on the weekend, so we're doing it now. Uh, we're in a new location. We are in the best barbershop in Montreal. Yeah, that's hype. <laughs> that, that's, my, that's my opinion. No, not legit. Like, look around. Like, bro, this, 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 this is nice. Like, this is nice right here. You should have a haircut before this. I should have, but you were late, so. Yeah, I'm not going to have something about that. So, we have, we have a first guest on the podcast. Do you want to introduce yourself? What's up, guys? I'm Sage. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You'll get to know me. You'll get to know me. is humble. Um, he's the next basketball player. Played at Dawson College. Um, played what? Two years D one. No, one. One, one, year, one. one year D one. Two years D two. And then you went to Bishops. Yeah. One year there. One year at Bishops. And, and then, then you started on this journey yeah. of dance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, before we get into that, we'll recap the RSQ week. Um Kind of the same thing, huh? We were just talking about how it's like the same story. Like, there's no like, there's no new things. Vanny's undefeated. They're still undefeated. The top three, Momo's won two games. Vanny won two games. Yeah. Rebef won one game. We were supposed to play against Udawa, but the weather, they canceled our game. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much all the same. The standings are pretty much standing the same. But it's actually interesting because between four to seven. Yeah, that's the any, real any, race. Any, right yeah, now. anybody could. Dawson, I think it was Dawson Champlain. Edouard and St. Foy, mm-hmm. they all have a chance to like make playoffs, which is kind of yeah. crazy. But I'm not going to lie, I think that top four is top four. Is the top three. Top four. With Dawson. Dawson, but Dawson's always got the same record as Champlain, man. I feel like they're going to stay there, though. I don't know what the schedule is. Well, they have Daddy. Like, Daddy. Daddy's killing it still. Like, he, like this guy's really good, bro. Yeah, he's tough Honestly, I do think he's underrated. Have you seen him play? Uh, I saw him hit a game winner once, so that was crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's the only game I went to for uh, Dawson game I went to like a long time, and he hit like a game winner from half court. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. That's last yeah. year. Last year? I don't know what it was. I can't remember, but. Yo, Russ, when was that? When was that that daddy hit that half court shot? Was Hagen turn? Nothing. No, no, no. It was like, it was against John Abbott. It was last year. It was last it was year. Gangster, he didn't even celebrate it. He just kind of just banged it. <laughs> it was like played it cool, like heroes or something, you know. So. Yo, it's so funny because the thing is, last year John Abbott, we played John Abbott. Mm-hmm. We went to overtime. Uh, our boy Anthony Fizeru hit a hit a buzzer three to beat them. Yeah. In overtime, next week, Dawson did the same thing. Yo, we felt so bad for John Abbott. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah. Anyways, we played Dawson Friday. Uh, we beat them. That's a good uh, game. Yeah, well, Dadzi is still Gary's problem. I think he dropped like 22. So they're missing a team? They're missing a team. Who? Dawson? What do you mean? You guys just only said Daddy right so far. Oh, yeah, no. Well, they have a kid, they have, they have a kid named Billy. He's a rookie. Billy rookie. Yeah, He's average 18. He's nice. He's uh, super strong. He reminds me of Xander. Okay, anybody strong. remembers Xander? John, he was like 44 in CJP somehow, but he's killing it. <laughs> he's still uh, playing ball. He's still playing ball at 60. Like, I don't get great, great shape. But, uh, uh, yeah, there's that. Those two guys. Now I'm Noble. You know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm Noble. Now it's nice. Now it's actually Noble Barber, too, huh? Yeah, I know that, too. I heard that. Yo, Niall, hit him up. You should get a job. He's, he's loafing. Yo, he's in freaking basement working like a homeless person. I used to do that. So I know. So that's actually great. You know, he used to cut my hair for $5. Like in classrooms at Dyson? I don't know, we talked about Yo, it. Yo, I used to leave my hair on the floor, we just leave. <laughs> Fourth and floor. I almost got expelled for that. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. And now that we do. Oh, that's so good, man. Worked your way up. 
Yeah, it's a slow grind. It's that rise. Yeah. Oh, the rise. Unfall. No fall. Rise yeah. and fall? No. Yeah. Rise, no fall. <laughs> no fall. <laughs> but you fell a couple times. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, later. yeah, but yeah, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Vanny won two games, they're 11-0. Blew out two teams again, won by 30 each game. I'm telling you, the undefeated season is looking more likely. You think they're going to go undefeated? Yeah, honestly. How many games are there? Uh, five. And the, I'm talking regular season. But they still got, yeah, regular season. They're 11-0, but they still got to play Dawson. But who came close to beating them? Us. Probably the closest. Which was? Wait, didn't you tell me about like 12? What? 20. Damn, oh, yo. What are you saying? <laughs> It was like a seven-point game with like five minutes. Was it that cool? But did it go to get to twenty? No, I got. No, I feel like it was double digits. Well, just hopefully they don't start thinking about it and they actually get there. That'd be cool if somebody gets there. Yeah, to go on the field. It hasn't happened, huh? Yeah. It's happened a long. I don't think it's happened in a long time. Well, how they? They're in Canada. What are they ranked? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, they're fourth in Canada. Are the other teams? Any of the other teams undefeated? No. Uh, who's the number one ranked team? Yeah. I think number one ranked team undefeated. Other than that, all got losses. But we were ranked third. We were both ranked third at the beginning of the year. Then we lost to Vanny by like 12. And then we lost to Momo by three. Momo's still good? Well, Momo has, again, I don't want to disrespect any of the players, but they got two legit players. That Blondo, who's going to go probably D1, hopefully D1. Yeah. Ellie, um, I don't know about his eligibility. I don't know what's going on there, but. He's, he's, he's playing this semester, right? Yeah, yeah. He's like, he should be D1. He has a talent D1. Oh, definitely. I just don't know about that academic part of how that works out. Yeah. But like, um, they're both really good. Like Blondo's like a six foot guard that just gets the basket at will, and then you got Ellie who's what six five, six six. She feels. He, feels he looks good. tall. Like yeah, he looks like six eight. But he this is like how many years in a row they lost? When did they lose their guys? That was last year. Yeah, last year. No, yeah. they won three championships in a row. Yeah, right? yeah. And one Nationals. So your second, third is Momo. No, no. Well, us and Momo are tied. So Momo's nine and two right now. We're eight and two. Yeah. And Vanya's 11 and 0. Damn. Vanya? Yeah. looking good. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have Jesus, you know, they getting you. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I watched you guys highlight with uh, Vanya and um, I actually heard about their trip to the States where they beat like one of the, the yeah. top prep yeah. programs or almost beat one of the top. They beat one and they lost to one, but tight. Yeah. And I was like, no, they're a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, did you play with uh, Bowie? Yeah. So Bowie's the Ginyu's older brother. You know what Bowie is? I don't know if he's snitching, but he's a, it's crazy. He's a, um, he has an agency for um, yeah. e-games, e-sports. What? I don't know if I'm incorrect. Somebody <laughs> told me that, but like, I was like, what the well, hell? Congrats, Bowie. Yeah, yeah but I know <laughs> Bowie's been doing some big things over there. I know he changed to the University of Brock. Oh, good time. But that was a good, like Bowie, he was the captain of the basketball team. Yeah. He was a, he's a leader. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's oh, a leader. He just has like that type of personality. Yeah, he played AAA soccer and AAA basketball. I heard his his cousin Ginyu is like the same type of ways. Yeah, he yeah, reminds me yeah. of Kemba. Yeah, he plays like Kemba. Kemba Walker, oh, exactly. Kemba. Yeah. Jay, he's a little Kemba Walker. But uh, yeah, they wanted them. They have like a bunch of vets basically, and yeah, well, I mean they just they don't have any like weak links, you know. Yeah. Like, you know how most teams will pick one guy and be like, okay, we're gonna attack this guy. They don't have any really weak links, so it's like. They legit have like three MVP candidates, like legit in the oh, whole which, which is tough because then it's like, that's what we're going to talk about. It's kind of like, who do you give it to? You know, you have a team who's 11 and 0, yeah. but there's three guys who can give the MVP. Or you give it to a guy like Blondo, who has teams in second place, like 9 and 2. But is he putting up James Harden numbers? He's putting up 27 and 5. 27? No, 20 points, 7 okay, rebounds. Okay. 20 points, oh, 7 rebounds, and 5 assists. But none of the Vanny guys average more than 15. Because they're rolling out teams by 20 30. and 15 are close. 
I don't know. I, who's the leader of Manny? It's not G. McGinney. And is he one of the guys averaging? Well, he's averaging 14. They have like three guys averaging like 14, 15. Yeah, that's things. Like Kareem Mains averaging 15. Like if he was averaging 27, like high 20s. 20 is good. 20 is amazing, first of all. Like, but like to be on a, a set, like a second place team, like what? KD, KD got it. Did KD go with the Warriors? Yeah, well, no, they always give it to the best, the best player on the best, best team. Yeah, but it's just so like you have to put up remarkable numbers. But he's playing with less talent than. Brandon. No, absolutely, and he's, he's he's probably amazing. I haven't seen him play, but he's probably amazing. Yeah, he is, yeah. But for it to be a nine and two, and to and is this still supposed to be the rebuilding year? Yeah, kind of. Okay, yeah, it's supposed to be the rebuilding year. He's a monster, uh, James Harden. I would say though, like you just have to be like ten points above. Okay. Like. Like he's still averaging seven rebounds and five assists. Yeah, like three steals. Triple double guy. Yeah, yeah he's close. Well, uh, yeah, it's like nine two and eleven. And Vanny has to play out the rest of the season anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, let's say Momo beats Vanny. Yeah. I think we gotta give it to Bone. Yeah, yeah, sure. that's that's a that's a big one for and sure. And it's also like if our, if our team goes undefeated the second half, we have like Seb. Yeah, he would become a legit. Well, so, when did it? When was the first game of the semester? Just passed. Uh, yeah, last two, two Okay, days. so you got so much time. What do you mean? by quick, man. Yo, we have like... Yeah, quick, yeah. yeah, but you have eight... You have games that people are probably might lose, might yeah. win, and now you're going to see like the teams that, that are at the forefront. Who's going to be the best team going into the playoffs, you know? So, yeah, there's a lot of time to discuss. To well, we, had, we had Blondo in our, in our early predictions. Yeah, we thought Blondo would win MVP. What year is he? Second year? Third. Third year. Yeah, so he's yeah. even after this year. Again, he won two championships in a row. He has never lost, so like he has that. So lucky, that lucky. Like, yeah. No, I swear they don't. I, I hope they don't take. Yeah, they're a loser, bro. Like you playing basketball for how long and just taking L's all the time. Yeah, man, that's why I tell these kids not to take it for granted, man. No, it's like, passes. That's all. I won a championship my last year in high school. With I haven't won since. At Dawson, I lost twice. At Concordia, I lost three times in the semis. Only championship I've won. I played football, basketball, and baseball. The only championship I ever won was baseball when I was like seven, eight years old. <laughs> the only championship. We won tournaments and stuff, but you, basketball, no. Like there's always talent. Always had a talented team. Played on uh, Sal. Sal was talented. Dawson. Um, at Bishops, Bishops, we had like three seven foot guys. Yeah, the biggest the team. We lost in the final. We got destroyed by Miguel every third, game. Yeah. We got destroyed. Miguel ripped us, ripped our soul up. You beat us in the semi, though. Yeah, that was messed up. Yo, I'm just trying to relax, right? We're at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Provincials championships are at in Laval in Quebec City. I go to the hotel. I'm gonna go to the jacuzzi, and Jalil. Uh, who's the other guy? Likes to talk a lot. Not Kurt. No, no, t- talks a lot. Like talks a lot of shit. From Montreal? No, yeah, Montreal. But played for Bishops. Played with you. And Did he play where he played in Montreal? It's Chris Eddie. Yeah, Chris Eddie. Chris Eddie's nice, man. Yeah, he likes to talk so much shit. The little talks. Talks for a reason. Yeah. More than you? Yeah. No, 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 not more than that. Yeah, he talks a lot. But like, yeah, we're in the jacuzzi and it was just so awkward and it killed us the next day. Killed us. We couldn't beat you guys. They were too big. They just had three seven footers. They were just like rotate. But then McGill ripped us. And then, then the next day McGill ripped some of these like bum, like not that they're bum players, but they were just like they just knew how to play. Yeah, yeah. But if you saw them like in the YMCA, you'd kill them. Yeah, you wouldn't okay. think. You wouldn't okay. think. No, they were good. They were good, man. They had like guys, but yeah, it's just like it didn't match up. Like we lost games, um, in like just tournaments, and I was like, how. 
Yeah, forget it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. But if you would have just waited two years, you would have won. Or one year. One, one year, year, one year, the next year. I, you, you know, in LaSalle, when I left LaSalle the year after, because I went to Dawson, I could have stayed one more year, but I just wanted to play. I wanted to play at Dawson, and they actually won a championship. Well, so maybe you're the ball. I'm not, I don't take that, I don't consume the ball that much, so I, I wouldn't say that I'm the problem, but I just have bad luck for no championships. I'm trying to get one now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's looking like it. Yeah. We're gonna put up a trophy somewhere in here. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But then for the girls, Dawson girls are so dominant. Yeah, I heard about that. They were so dominant. Like they were dominant when you played. They were dominant when I played. But now they're like at another level. Like they undefeated season last year, won a uh, the championship, and then then they won the nationals. Went all the way to the national finals, lost. Yeah. They lost their only game of the season was the last game of the season that they lost, and then this year they're undefeated again, and it's not even close. Like yeah, second place, it's all Quebec girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how Trevor does. And then like the thing is, like the second place team is like seven and one, and they're like eight and zero. Oh, but like that one loss, they lost by twenty. Like it's not even like the the gap is not even funny. Huh? Like they they're, they're, they're just dark. like they're too they're too good. The talent level yeah, is like, just way above it. They have like two starting five. No disrespect. They just like yeah. rotate and just dominance on dominance. That's on not dominance. fun. That's crazy. Like as a recruit, would you like if you were a recruit, both of you guys, uh, how would you pick your team? Like, would you go to a situation like that and try to, or just win, but like win like that, like thirty every game, or would you would you go maybe second place or third place? Would you go for more shots? Um, oh man, that's tough. Like right now, like maturity. Been through a lot of stuff into <laughs> probably take the winning team. Yeah. But young into who wanted to just be a superstar probably would have just wanted to. Like I like I like being the underdog. So it's like I feel like I feel it would be just boring at some point. Just winning that much. Actually, uh, you know what's funny is like what he just said. Uh, I would probably go to the winning team too. I wouldn't go to the second place team if I knew there was a winning team. I would a hundred percent join them, and yeah. the basketball is just better. It's yeah. funner to play yeah. basketball. When the ball moves and you cut and you actually cut for a reason, you know, yeah. like when you're cutting. When I watched um, we can talk NBA. Yeah, yeah. So I watched James Harden, man, and I like I. I'm just watching highlights though. But I just can't imagine playing on the road. Like I can see Eric Gordon just frustrated when he hit that game one the other day. Yeah. I was like, this guy just needed to hit like something important. Yeah, you know? yeah. He just needed to hit a meaningful shot because he feels like he's not getting yeah. like the ball anymore. Did you, see, did you see there was a graphic I saw on ESPN where it was like uh, Clay Thompson had 44 oh, points. And 44 were assisted. Huh? 44 of his points were assisted. Yeah. So all his points were assisted. And James Harden was 37 points. Zero, zero assisted. assisted. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, <laughs> no, that's wild. Like, okay. Well, he's just coming up. He's just coming up and just like. He's like Kingler stuff. It's just, no, it's not bad. He's coming down and literally just playing with like this ISO. He hits you with like a couple of point, not pointless dribbles, but he set you up. Then hits you with hesitation, gets half a step on you, he's too strong. To me, he's like, he's LeBron strength. Like, people don't, like, give him that type of credit. LeBron strength, though? Yeah, he's strong, bro. Like, he goes like, up, he's, he's going, like, he clears you so fast, man. Like, elbow, uh, he has those cheap offensive moves, the push-offs, yeah. and, and people go flying. Nobody's contesting him. And when they do contest him, he's pushing one guy into the next guy, <laughs> and it's like a pick. And he's like, he's smart at getting the calls, though. Yeah, like, he's like a genius. Yeah, no, it takes skill. It takes skill to do what he's doing. It's just ugly to watch. Like if you're a legit fan. Well, if you watch the whole game and you're watching all the yeah. like, yeah, because the ball doesn't move, but it's like amazing. The Rockets game is frustrating. 
Because the thing is, like, yeah, when we watch the highlights, it looks nice, but legit, there's at least 15 possessions where he does nothing. And you're just like, well, that's the they, they go down. I, I've noticed they go down a lot, so they'll be down like 15. It's like the type of games where you just turn off the TV, I'm not going to watch no more. Yeah. But then they always come back because it's, yeah, yeah. it's hot down the shit. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild, man. But yeah, but um, other than that, what else happened? Concordia won two games. They're 8 and 1. That dominant. Who, uh, how's this BU doing? Who? Bishops. They're doing okay. Um, they start off really hot. They start off three and zero. Yeah. Then it's been downhill since then. But they're still they're, well. There's five teams. Yeah, it's not there. tough. Okay. It's not tough. But there is between right now. Concordia is clearly the best team. Like they're eight and one. Um, their only loss was to UCAM at the beginning of the season. Yeah. UCAM are starting to. Now they're starting to look good. Yeah. Um, they got. They got. UCAM got like a. That Momo guy. That the guy that won national player of the year last year. And is a big guy, right? Okay. Yeah, he's yo. So he comes in RCQ and just uh, is it RCQ? What is it now? Use boys RCQ, right? It's RCQ. So he just jumped from CJ University and is ripping everybody. Yeah, still he's yeah. averaging average nineteen and uh, nine. That's okay. Like, and his first season, he does it like effortlessly. But he does that's yo, bro. If you watch him play, you'd be like, who is this guy? Like, I still don't understand. I don't like. And we're talking about like yo, he was at Park X. Yeah. Then he won four out of five championships at Park yeah. X. He's one of those places. But then he went to CJ <laughs> Momo, wins three championships in a row and a national, wins Rookie of the Year, MVP, MVP. Then goes to the, <laughs> goes to, and then he beats Ottawa at Ottawa. No, no, at, at, at UCAM goes to Ryerson, beats Ryerson at Ryerson, drops twenty. Wait, with UCAM? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so UCAM has some big wins. Yeah, they have some really. They beat Ryerson at Ryerson. What's UCAM checking? Now they're not too good. So Laval, who's last? Laval or you can? So it's, right now it's... Uh, I'm assuming Bishop says they have to be. Are they third? Concordia, Miguel. Yeah, you get to check, please. Right. I'm pretty sure it's Concordia. I don't know if it's Miguel either, man. Yo, Concordia. Well, there's five teams. Concordia, Concordia. Miguel, Laval. Laval's last. You can. It's Concordia, UCAM, Miguel, Laval, and Bishop last. Bishop's last. Bishop's in last place? What's their record now? <laughs> what? Three and seven. Three and seven? Oh, so they went three and zero. Like, who's who's so in fourth? Sorry, three and zero and lost every single one. Laval is fourth. With what? Three and four. Three and four. Damn, those are bad losses. That was a back-to-back weekend for sure. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and Concordia's at McGill right now. Uh, Concordia's at Laval right now. Oh, Bishop's got to get in the playoffs. Yeah, they started three and zero. Now they're all in seven in their last games. Yeah, the like Concordia is just like dominating everybody. Yeah, no, the, like, no, by like far. they changed their whole offense. They had a kid named Adrian who's knocked out, bro. You love him. But the, I, I saw that how you guys come with him too, right? A little bit. This the drug guy? Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Leo, he unconscious, bro. He, he does, does everything? He hits he a lot, stuff. but he also just takes anything. Like that's extra. Anything. <laughs> Sometimes it's gotta be like that. No, that's the <laughs> conversation I was having too. Man. Yeah. Or like, well, this guy, this guy, if you, for sure, have you seen anything? That's the only like, he posts like memes all the time. But like, you guys, you ever see his basketball? He made he <laughs> oh, makes yeah, yeah, yeah. consistent posts where he shoots like ten feet behind the line. And you're like, yo, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's what we talk about. Like, you talk, we we'll go with that because your philosophy on that is super dope. When I just shoot your shot. Yeah, you said what changed? What changed? When, uh, when I stopped playing basketball. Yeah, Actually, no, 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 no. It happened at a point at Bishops, but I was already like, like my body was my it was my wrist. I, I messed up my wrist that year, and I just couldn't make shots anymore. So I had to be I had to start playing defense to get my playing time. <laughs> but I hit a point where I was just like, because when I get to training camp, uh, usually I'm amazing at training camp. 
Then I go on like this, not chill, but you get complacent, not complacent, um, relaxed a bit. Yeah. And then you start chilling, you know, you think you're good. You get, you get some starts, you think you're good, but then there's other guys who are hungry, they come and they grab your spot and then you have to, then you have to get hungry again, you know? But it's hard to turn it on and off and whatnot. But anyways, I was at Bishop's and I was like, bro, these practices are whack. I can't just not, I have to put the ball up, you know? Like I can't have people not guarding me. So then I started jacking everything. Unconscious, not <laughs> thinking. Um, I, I, I couldn't hear the coach, I couldn't hear nothing. And like, I would, any kid I talk to now about basketball, I tell them the same thing, you know, like there's no point. You figure out what shots are good or bad, you know, but, and, and another thing too is coaches will never trust you until you make those shots. So you got to go and take those shots. If you miss them, then you're still on the bench, whatever. But if you make them, then you're the guy. So that's why you have to jack them. That's why this guy jacks them. And I never thought about it that way. No, legit. You have to. You're bro, you can end up playing your whole career. And you'll be a great practice shooter. And game time, you'll take your game game plan shots. You will never, um, you'll regret your whole career, hundred yeah. percent. You got to take the shots that you think you can make. And once you don't make them, then you move on. You know, so you got to do what's good for the team. Yeah. And you will learn that through putting those shots up. But uh, you got to put them up. If you think you can make them, you got to put them up. You have so to just confidence then. Yeah, it's all confidence. It's cool because he translated that to your entrepreneurship. Because like he was like basically like with his dance thing was pure like he was like yo I'm just shooting this shot. Like, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. You're about to shoot another shot right now. But yeah, you like yeah I had to shoot them, you know. And that's why I regret. Uh, I learned so much from basketball because I regret so much from about basketball. Like there's so much things I was good at yeah. that I never did. Like when I play games now and I just stick in the mid range, I'm fucked. I'm sick, you know, like I'm nice, but nobody ever knows that because I don't, like I do that so rarely, it's like a mental, like sometimes I just like, I hit a shot in the mid-range, then I get another shot, then somebody backs up a bit, I step back and hit a three, and then I just play my whole game in the mid-range, and I'm good, I'm good, and like the ball goes in, but like I've never done that, that's what I practiced when I was in the park by myself or wherever, practicing by myself, I would never use that in a game, because coaches just want threes or or twos, but like, if you make shots, your coach doesn't care. He just like, yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. give him the ball, and that's it, you know? And you and you find your role in, like if you're not that guy, then you find your role on that team. That's the gem, though. No, no, trust me, every, every haircut I had with him was pure gems. But it's just like that, like, me too, I learned so much, like, now that I get to coach and stuff, coaching helped me, and like, learning from Mike, who's a great coach, I'm like, I realize, me too, there's so much regret. <laughs> there's so much regret, and like, I don't know if you feel that, but there's nostalgia, like, I went to watch Concordia play. Yeah, really watching Gil, bro. <laughs> I feel so. I feel so like I've never been to McGill and watched a game, and I just like I didn't understand it. Like I remember being on that court. They were like saying the national anthem. I was like, I remember being yeah. that. Yes. I remember feel, and then I remember being on the court hitting a shot, and I'm just like, bro. I was just, I was just sad, you know, like so much regret, and that's why I don't want to regret anything with Hoops on the Rise. No, that's why I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna make sure if I fail at Hoops on the Rise, whatever. But like, I'm not gonna do the same thing basketball wise. I'll, like like he said, I'll dominate in practice. Like, yeah. You guys, ex teammates, would be like, "Yo, we." I would just go off. Even his teammates, mm-hmm. the bishops guys, would be like, "I was in the scouting report, and I, I didn't even play." Yeah. <laughs> like there was one yeah, time we played McGill. I wasn't on the scouting report. I was on the scouting report, and I wasn't on the score sheet. Like I wasn't even eligible to play. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have to pay attention though. When you're a kid, when you can make shots like that, get that's wild, though. You know, because like, these type of guys that he comes in and then he hits like three in a row, and then you're like. Everybody's scrambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, you lost. So once yeah, you start yeah. scrambling like that, it's like, 
Coach, Joe, you guard him, guard him, box him, box him, and you start freaking out. And then next thing you know, you got, he's still killing it. He becomes like the punk guy, just starts coming up, dishing, pulling in your face, and then that, that you lose to somebody you didn't plan for, you know? Yeah, so you just gotta make sure you know, like, people make shots, you gotta make sure you know yeah. who those guys are. I remember when we first played my first game against Bishops, and they had the scout report that said Sage, non-shooter. Yes. And I was like, and I was like, coach, coach, coach. He can fucking, he, all he does is shoot. You're <laughs> like, nah, we watched a couple games, and that was his shots, because he wasn't taking his shots. Yeah, we yeah. watched scouts, he was like, wide open, pump fake, pass. Mm-hmm. One dribble pass, and we're like, oh my god, that's not Sage. But then, first play, he comes in, hits a three out of them. I told you. Uh, yeah. uh, that's, that's crazy. That's why you gotta just take your shot. Shoot your shot. And you're young. Yeah. He's 18, huh? You know that? No, he looks like 25. With no mustache and no beard, he looks 25. He's aging like a banana, but it's okay. 19. Oh, 19. When's your birthday? January 29th. Oh, damn. Alright, alright, we'll do something. Russ, what are we doing for his birthday? His birthday? Making drunk. Alright. Nah, nah. I say hello, bro. Oh, that's true. I say hello, bro. I say hello. We'll take you to like, yeah, I heard about a little uh, hummus bar. We'll take you there. Hummus bar? Yeah, they have a bunch of hummus. He doesn't look too happy. He doesn't look too happy. You're not that. I like hummus. Hummus is like, he's haram, man. He's Muslim. I respect it. I'll take it. He's halas. That's what you mean. Yeah, halal. My bad. That's true. That's true. But yeah, man. But, uh, so what are you doing now? Like, what are your future projects with dance and stuff? Um, How do you keep basketball still involved? We can still see the hoop. Well, we can see the hoop, right? Like, obviously, basketball is a huge part of it. But So this is like, I break it down into chapters now. Uh, this was heavily influenced on basketball. But what chapter are you at now? Um, we should write a book. Well, no, we're moving on from, we're going we're gonna to be changing a lot of things in the, this coming year. And... Uh, there's still going to be basketball, but it's going to be a little more sophisticated basketball with the basketball stuff, you know? But the big thing for me, actually, is uh, everybody's always touch, talking about grinding and growing and all this stuff. And my thing right now is just uh, efficiency and also mental health when you're doing this. It's important, right? Yeah, it's, it's well, super important. We're not on that. Because I think a lot of kids don't understand the mental aspect. Because, guys, me and Sage, Sage... He looks in good shape now, but he was in better shape before. Yeah, exactly. And like, I was in pretty good shape and stuff. And so you work so much on the physical, on your skills and all that, and we forget the mental. And then when we stop playing, that's when the mental clicks, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I could have been a good player. Well, check this out. Think about how many guys that you played with. No, everybody that played basketball are, at our age, at our level, they always like ball was life at a point, right? Yeah, yeah. But then when you get to late 20s, so after 25, I used before to, that role, like, totally. Yeah, before that. Yo, so those, I see guys now and I'm like, they, they, they just completely got completely out of shape, you know? And they were monsters before. And this is, this is I'm talking about physical part right now. It's like just staying healthy and staying attached to the game and, and uh, just keeping your body good. But it's a mental game. Like when I go to the gym now, it's so hard for me to, to work out because mm-hmm. I feel like I have nothing to work out for. Before yeah. I wanted to work out because I want to look good on, on, on the court. I want to look good in my jersey. I want to feel strong while I was playing. I want to body people. Biggest life skin. But, um, <laughs> but, but now it's, it's like a lot of things I do, like exercise, it's a mental game. I need, I need that mm-hmm. to kind of keep me grounded. I need to spend time with my family. I need to be able to spend time with people without thinking about business. You can't be so consumed by this. So um, there's a lot of things like I feel like social media became 
uh, too much of a time waster. You stay away from it somehow? Uh, now, yo, this year I'm going to completely, I uh, almost cut it. I'll either hire somebody to do social or I'm trying to be super efficient with it. Because when you're going on your phone four hours a day, bro, that does not yeah. make sense. That does, it doesn't make, because how many hours you sleep? Every Six different, days. but like, if you sleep eight hours, four hours is 12 hours. But like, the other thing too, when you get off your phone, you want to get back on it. So I don't know, to me it's just dangerous. So right now I'm just really focusing on trying to be happy with what I'm doing and make moves not based on um, peer pressure, which comes from social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and, and money. I don't want to make my decisions based on money. I want to make it based on, uh, I know what the vision is, the, my, my curve, my growth curve. Mm -hmm. I know what's next and just do that. Don't look too far ahead. Just focus on what you have in front of you now and leverage that towards your success. Don't, yeah, that's, that's what really don't focus on. You do what you want to do and then you let the successes come. Yeah, because uh, yeah, sometimes uh, if you're online, you'll see, you see people doing great things. You don't see anything bad online ever. You know, when you're on Instagram, nobody posts bad, shit, bad stuff about themselves. So, uh, I don't know if this happens to you guys, but times you become like, build this negative energy up, it's like envious almost, you know, and you just want to jump, jump steps to get to where, yeah. you know, so that's not healthy, bro, that is not healthy, that's not healthy for you, you will not be able to make decisions, you'll start overthinking everything, you'll be like, uh, uh, on the rises here right now, you're looking at Ball's Life, for example, you know, Ball's Life is at, oh, not Ball's Life, Bleacher Report, Bleacher Report's at NBA game, you're like, okay, I, I need to be at an NBA game now, and then you start like, the way you get to, to that NBA game is not organic, you know? It's, it's more like, let me go buy a ticket and just get in everybody's face and try to, to kiss up to everybody. But like, that's not, that's not what it takes to get there, bro. And you won't be happy when you get there selling your soul like that, you know? So, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about. Because that us too is just kind of like the whole point of like, I was talking with Kiwi, but, um, yeah. Uh, I was talking about uh, I want to get off social media, right? Because I like spend so much useless energy there. Yeah. And, like now, I'm, like I work with it, like on Horizon, yeah, yeah, yeah. upload videos and stuff. But I still, like you said, I find that I'm very negative with it. Like yeah. I find it's very, very negative for me. Like there's a lot of things I don't approve of, and yeah. like, I have this negative image of people. And then I'm also envious, and I build up this jealousy that I'm just like. I'm not in the right state of mind when I'm doing no. anything, you know? You can't succeed, like, you will not, not can't, but you will not succeed like that. And success is happiness. You have to be happy with who's on the rise. You know, I have to be happy with dabs and, and whoever comes along with us has to be, like, they have to see that we're happy, otherwise mm -hmm. they won't believe in it. Yeah. So, uh, you start, like, I find you make bad decisions um, and you start maybe focusing on the wrong things when you, when you become envious and jealous and stuff, you know? So... And that's one of the social media I feel best for me. It's the number one tool for building your what you're doing right now. It's the best tool, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you have to use it as a tool. You can't use it as like no, that's the, the same. Money is the same thing. Money, like what money is the exact same concept. Like when you have too much money and you start spending it on doing things that you never thought you would do, mm -hmm. and just I see so yeah, you see a lot of things, man. So uh, right now this year, to answer your question, I just want to uh, learn to be happy with what I'm doing. You know. That's good. I was thinking, like, I was looking into, like, obviously extremes, like, minimalist lifestyles and stuff Yo, bro, like that. I, I almost, yo, I took all my shoes in my house, 
and I just brought them all to a to a apartment we used to stay at and just dropped them off, mm-hmm. like in a yeah. bed. Because I was like, bro, there's too much stuff in my room. There's too much <laughs> clothes. I gotta get rid of everything. Like if, if you're wearing, and this, I'm not dirty, but a lot of people wear the same things almost every day. You have a uniform, like yeah. you know how you dress, you know. Why do you need all this, all these pants? I have pants that I'll never wear. I know I will never wear. Why are they in my closet? Yeah. It just clutters your life. The, the social media, your attention, think about your attention. Every, every three seconds you're on a new post. So you have, yeah. if your attention's on that, then you have no attention left to focus on what you need to do. So yeah. it's like, you can't be, cause then when you go and you start doing your work, your homework on your, on your business, then next thing you know, um, God, okay, this is hype, but you know, let me just go back to Instagram. Yeah. You watch highlights, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you watch, you know? Yeah, I find that I'm addicted, and that's why I want to, like, so y'all legit be watching a movie or a show, and I'm like, I'll grab my phone, and I'm like, why? I'm not even trying. I'm enjoying this movie. Yeah, like, everything's made for, for it to be so, like, easy to you and addictive. Like, yo, just go on IG, scroll, okay, nice video. Just even double tap, like, it's yeah. a simple action, but, like, you get used to it. Like, it's, it's a little stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, I'll watch, like, Yesterday, who's on rise? We dropped some videos that like got a lot of hype and like we got a lot of followers. Yeah. And I was like, I was hyped up for him, but I was like, this literally means nothing. Like yeah, nothing in my life has changed. Like literally, and then oh. I was just like, that yeah, just comes down to the, the mindset, the way you see it. Yeah. Like when I think of social media, I just know it's a fake yeah. world. Like, yeah. like you said, like you never see anything bad on social yeah. media. Everything is supposed yeah. to be good. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, I keep in my head that like. Okay, yeah, it looks it looks nice on my screen, but like I'm sure on the other side. See, that's like, actually pretty wise on your part because you're you're young. Yeah, you that's it. Like exactly. like when I see um basketball basketball players now, you know, like, I love basketball, but I needed to get away from it to understand. Yeah. Like any player who is in my mindset, play your career out. One of the biggest things I did was not quit on basketball. I I stopped playing when I I was I I had no more. Get. to give to it yeah, yeah, yeah. but like yo that year at bishops i started off really well and then as soon as i started getting hurt that was like bro i want to quit and i remember mm-hmm. telling jalil and chris because they wanted to quit too at the beginning of the year bro, jalil, they wanted to quit and i'm like yo and it was going good for me so i'm like yo bro don't quit just stay just stay but then roles reversed and i wanted to quit and uh, jalil was killing it jalil killed yeah, yeah. it that year um, and I was, I wanted to quit. Chris started playing really well and I was like, bro, they could tell, they could tell like I wasn't down anymore. And I was actually wanted to cut hair more than I wanted to be at practice. I was, mm-hmm. but what, what I did and I was injured, I couldn't shoot, but I didn't quit. And that was the biggest thing. I played the whole season out. I played till the end and, and that was the biggest thing I did for myself. And that's what created this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. Like those were like hard moments to stay there. I'm talking to my one of my roommates and he's telling me like like he's just like kind of he's just talking about basketball after the game I'm like after the game and I'm like yo I don't want to talk about basketball you know like I don't like doing this anymore like I just don't want to hear anything about anybody like I just let me be you know and he's talking about basketball I'm like why am I so angry yeah, why am I so yeah. angry you know like and yeah I didn't quit so that's you quit when you want to leave you know but you finish the job you always have to finish the job hard. Mm-hmm. That's what I learned from basketball. That's the number one thing I learned from basketball. That's what. That's what I felt too. That's why I, I never felt any regret when I quit. Yeah. Because like, everything's so bad, though. I played so bad, <laughs> and and there's so many reasons to regret it. And I, the fact, yo, that's it. 
finish what you're saying. But you know, but I agree because me too. It was like during during my three years, every three year there was some points where I was just like, I wasn't happy. I was just like, yo, I can help this team win. Yeah. I can help this team in this scenario, this and that. My last year, I got some playing time. I had some big games here and there. I was like, okay, I'm getting my spot, but it wasn't consistent. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna prove to them that I'm gonna play the whole. I worked out the whole summer, two a days. And it just got to a point where I was like, yeah, they don't believe in me. Yeah. Like, they yeah. honestly don't believe me. I was like, they honestly don't believe me. I could, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I felt I was better than 90% of the guys on the team. I was working harder than them. I was watching film. I was like, yo, I could, I could legit be a starter in this league. And I was just like, I just saw they didn't believe me. And then at that point, I was just like, I, did, I gave everything I had. Yeah. Now it's time to help the kids. Yeah, yeah, Somehow yeah. I was working out of Burbeth too. And then I started, and they were just like, do you want to coach? And I was like, yeah. But I was like, it's like it was important for you to finish on a good Yeah, yeah. Well, I just wanted to make sure that I gave everything. Bro, it doesn't feel like a good note, though. Yeah, no, it never it's does. Just, it's just, like a breakup. Like, a breakup never feels good. No. Like, no matter what, you know? Especially if you still care for the person. It's like... And you just understand that both of you need to grow in different ways. Like, yeah. it just still doesn't feel good. It never is like... Because you miss them. You think about them. Like, oh, I made a mistake. I'm going to regret this. But you learn something. You learn. You learn. Yeah. It takes a lot of maturity. Yeah. But there's also emotions and stuff. Because you're like... Still, you're like... That's normal because you're investing. Yo, when you're I stopped playing, so much. it was the first time I wasn't on a team in like eight years, man. Like I didn't know what to do. With my, I went like existential crisis mode. I was like, "What am I? Who am I?" Because mm-hmm. your whole life, people ask you, "Oh, what do you do?" I'm like, "Oh, I play basketball for Concordia. I play basketball for Dodgers." All you do is play basketball. Ball is legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So ball was like, like yeah, yeah. and then everybody asked me, "Like, what do you do?" I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm a "You can like tell this. me, tell me this right now. Did you not?" And I would think this is for almost every kid that's playing. Uh, once you get into your 17s to 20s, did you not think you were going to play pro ball? Yeah. You thought you were going to play pro ball. Everybody thinks Everything they're going to be, everybody and every, in the back of your head, as unimaginable as it is, you think you're going to make it yeah. in here, you know? And then when that, even when you're getting into your 20s, and that 20s is way too old, professional athletes are built and they're ready at 18, you know? So when you get to your 20s and you're still not you're playing, um, I don't know, because I mean, Jonah Vermeil is playing pro. And he was yeah. not a pro. No, there's, there's guys, there's guys, there's a ton of guys, there's a ton of guys that play pro. Brian sucked at 18. Brian Brian's me. amazing, bro. Brian I'm could, very happy for that guy. Brian super happy. No, Brian couldn't make a layup at 18. Uh, he, had, he was. He couldn't was, make a layup. Yeah. Some people have different paths. Then. Like, yeah, he was just a crazy athlete, though. Yeah, he was but a he, he, athlete. There's more than that, bro. He was just. I don't know. Like, but yo, I, I saw his Facebook post the other day. He's in Spain. And I was just like, yeah. bro, that's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. I remember, like, he was a little Sunday kid. The Sunday kid played basketball one year. Mm-hmm. Could dunk. So like there's another kid I heard that played. Um, he plays. In, I don't know where. Camille. 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 Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he, he plays in, in France. Yeah, he's like the hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but there's some of these leagues. No offense, Camille. I know you're probably in a good league, but there's some of these leagues that aren't. The yeah, but it's just to get up and leave. Like Xander, like Xander was playing in a league. That. That wasn't the greatest league in the <laughs> world. Tell Xander that. Bro. Xander I didn't know was, that. This guy stitched it on you. No, Xander was like, yo, he's playing in this league. I swear, I was like. I don't want to be disrespectful, but it was not the greatest. Yeah, he was he was getting paid. Yeah. Well, you know when you play sports, when you play, get to that level too, money yeah. changes the whole game and yeah. everything. You know? Yeah, I mean, yo, but the thing is, like those smaller leagues, I still go for it, you know, because then you gotta travel. I mean, he was yeah, a yeah. for no, a year. That was good experience. Man. You know, you're, you're a fresh for a year, and you're getting paid. Yeah. To go fresh for a year, you're yeah. still dope. Yeah. You're not getting paid a lot, but you're getting paid. You're yeah. getting paid to ball for Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, that but yeah, that's the goal of Hoops on Rise, give that visibility to know, attract different teams, give them a, something they're going to distribute and stuff, you know? Well, that's, what the kid, that's what they need. They need a platform to like, showcase on. Yeah. Everybody kind of needs that now. The yeah. thing kids, kids need to understand now is, is 
they're a personal brand. So like their negative energy or the bad body language that they show. Uh, and when they got hoops on the rise filming the game, and you can right. see when, when you guys got the huddle and you can see one of the guys just like this, bro, you're killing your scholarship opportunities by the day. It looks bad. Like you, bro. I, I, I coach kids and, and, and they're amazing. And I, you see them just go up levels, levels, levels. And then you see their body language still the same. And it's like, bro. Mm-hmm. And I, I know as a teenager, it's hard to, to, to grasp that. But when your coach is telling you, you got to fix your body language, yeah. you have to fix your body language. Because like, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not Mike Krzyzewski, but Mike Krzyzewski will come and see that. And there's no chance in, there's no chance, bro. There's yeah. mm-hmm. no chance. Like a lot of kids in CJ are always wondering, they all want to go D1 and this. I'm like, you understand you got to be perfect. Like, yeah. not only yeah. talented, yeah. not only a good student, you have to be a good teammate. Yeah. And you have to good. You have to be a leader. Yeah, you know, like I'm like. And like, like it's just you have to understand roles because when you leave here and you go to a, t- a D1 team yeah. and you're not playing right away, you got to figure out how exactly. how you're gonna get minutes. Yeah. You know, like and you're not gonna be the same player. Sometimes you have to change you that until zero. you get yeah, go back to zero. You have to like pick up dirt, uh, maybe only play defense, and and until you can become yeah. that guy again. You know. Yeah. But exactly. that's the that's that, that's really what. Everything is that we're talking about right now. Hoops on the rise, dabs, basketball is. If you don't like understand that this is a journey, exactly, and it's not it's not stopping until you it's not done until you die. Yeah, you know, legit. So you just gotta make sure that you keep your your the simple things. Like everybody can control body language. Like when you're shooting and you're mad because you missed a shot, you can't like. It's just what do you think is gonna do for your next shot? You know, you can't just go. You can't. Just, and come back and you think you're hitting your next shot? Coaches see that, you're killing, like you're just ruining your own self-confidence and you're killing your opportunities yeah, to get yeah. a scholarship, you know, so. But it's on every aspect of life. Like yeah. when you start mentally putting yourself down, it just spreads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're Everybody does that. Like, like I, I even do that, I do that sometimes now, but it's just like you have to check yourself. If you can yeah. stop and check yourself, Maybe you could change it, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I saw a quote once, it was like, yo, if people knew how powerful thoughts were, they would yeah. never think, like, they would never think mm-hmm. a negative thought again. Because yeah. like, it's crazy how they influence you, right? Yeah. It's like, but you gotta expect it almost. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he yeah. was talking about, like, it's a whole journey, right? So, like, you know it's gonna take a while, and there's gonna be a lot of hardships oh, yeah, that are gonna sure. happen. Like, you gotta, you gotta expect at some point, you're, you're gonna be down or your shots are gonna yeah, be falling you you'll have a point where you just don't score you know what i mean like it's gonna happen so you have to expect it and when it does happen like sure on the spot you're gonna be like oh damn like i'm not feeling good yeah. but like you know okay like there's there's more to do you know what i mean so yeah like for me it's like the positive energy is your success like you know your destination will not be success because the exactly. destination is always a point that you reach, it's a, it's a, it's a peak mm-hmm. before you, 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 you start going down the hill again yeah. and then you have to climb another hill. You know, it's a pulse, we're living a pulse. Yeah. Like it's, everything's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. So uh, the sooner you can become aware of that, the sooner you can just realize that your thoughts, the positivity um, will change your life, you know? And you have to see yourself as a successful person. Like if you do not see yourself, if you think you're not successful yet, then, You'll never be successful. Right. You have to think you're successful now. It doesn't matter where you're at in your in your basketball career. You have to think you're successful now. Think positive. Understand who you are, what you bring to the, the plate as a as a player, uh, and fit the role that your team needs. 
and that's and that's it and just build off of that mm-hmm. but if you if you start like we just spoke about this um, when you think you're good and you're not getting and there's another guy there and he's getting playing time and you think you're better than him how does that how does that affect help the team mm-hmm. how does that help the team if, if you go in and suddenly I said take every shot you want to take but suddenly you start taking unchar- making uncharacteristic plays forcing plays yeah. When your job was just to, to, to play defense, you know, and you're forcing things. It's different when you get an open shot and you take it, but you're forcing it. So it's like, you gotta really check yourself. And the sooner you do that in basketball, that's why you'll see guys like, like um, Brian just goes like super far. You know, he never tried to do too much. And he's a pro now. Like, there's plenty of guys. There's plenty of guys. Do you find it interesting that like, now they attain more and more success and now that you're focusing more on your mental health and your physical health and you're looking at all the details because i find that when you're starting you don't really focus on that you know no because you don't know you you think you think it's and again credit to instagram everybody's on everybody's like doing do you, something do you visualize do you use visualization or anything like that i don't know that you do i have like a vision board oh really like God, if you, you see this guy legit twenty five. No, I'm lying, bro. No, this guy's way too mature. You're on eighteen. I was legit eating crack beer and hot dogs. And yeah, you're seventeen last year, then. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 17, 18, Yeah. You came here with Kyle last year. When I was last time when we did the the first time you came here. When was the first time we played? The first time I came here, seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Damn, that's crazy. How you? Like a university guy. Yo, legit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually wise too. It's weird, man. Damn. That's like, it's like you, if you visualize it. But you know what? I, I, uh, I just try to like state everything, you know? Like, I just put it out like in the universe type yeah. thing, you know? Like, yeah. I'll say what I want. I believe what's going to happen. The law of attraction. Say, yeah, legit. Yeah. I really believe in that law of attraction. Yeah. But you got you to gotta work for it. A lot of people think that like law you of attraction just... You say like, oh, okay, I will be a successful rapper, for yeah. example, and they're just like, okay, like, when is it gonna happen? No, you gotta like work for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it's just you have to keep faith. That's it, and yeah, that's really when you become successful. Is when you, when your beliefs, when you believe in everything that you're doing, yeah. you know, because then you don't have. There's nothing else that's gonna get in the way of that. But mm-hmm. to be honest, you actually influenced me a lot because that's, I was bless up. <laughs> I'm telling you, because the thing was like. Because I saw you and you believed so much. Like, we started off, he was like, two streets over there, or two streets that no, way. That way, that way. That way. Yeah. Where's yeah. that, right? Little little apartment, hot as hell in the summer. Yeah. Like, this guy's coming here with no shirt because there's no AC. Yeah. I'm sweaty. Ah, so the hair's sticking, so you have no idea where the fade is. Like, it was just random haircuts. And Bad like, summers. I was like, yo, take a shower, let me know how it looks. Like, I can't. <laughs> and then, like, but he believed so much. And then he moved up to, what's it called? Sub Sub Whatever, yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, see that? It's like, uh, yeah. it's, it's a little, um, like, shoe store, clothing, vintage mm-hmm. stuff, and he's just in the window cutting hair. Yeah. And he, but you believe so much, I was like, and this guy, then he, you got a kid, and I was like, okay, he's gonna quit now, because yeah. he needs money, he's got a kid. Like, you can't just, like, be like, oh, okay, I hope this barbershop works out, and my kid <laughs> is there, you know? Like, like and he was like, no, like, nothing changed. He was like, yeah. he was actually happy. I was like, he told me super casual. He was like, yeah, yeah, I got a kid. I'm like, like, <laughs> like you just got her pregnant? He's like, no, no, she was born like last week. No. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Super chill. And I was like, yo, you believe so much that like when me and Russ started talking about like blowing this thing up, I was like, yo, I believe in this yeah. man. Like I legit. And I was like, Sage believed in this thing. Yeah. I can believe in my thing. And those talks we had were super influential. But it's odd because you probably didn't know you had that impact on me. No, I don't know. I haven't on anybody. Like, yo, you know, I post stuff on YouTube now. Uh, I, 
like you know, I get some DMs and messages sometimes, and I'm like, damn, bro, it's like I you just gotta take the take it, like, you know, because yeah, yeah. a lot of times before I would just be like, oh no, but you inspired me, you know, but like sometimes you gotta take it in, you just gotta take yeah. it in. Yeah, because like it's odd, like you don't know who you're affecting, you know, yeah. you honestly never know, you really never know, you know, like I, I coach a lot of players and like. Some of them I'm really involved in and stuff, and then other ones are just like, yo, Inti, thank you so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Or like, last year I had one of the parents of a kid come up to me and say, thank you, like, you helped my kid. I'm like, whoa. Yo, like, yeah. I didn't know I helped your kid. Yeah. And yeah. He, you're t- that means the kid's talking to his mom about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. yo, I'm, that's why you have to be conscious of what you're saying and how you talk to people. Like, everyone's dealing with different things, and you gotta help them in whatever way you can, you know? Once you realize, like, this is back, back to basketball, like, once you grow up, Cause a lot of people in the same situation that we spoke about not getting their playing time, they think they're nice, you know. But once you grow up, and you're always saying like you're blaming your coach for everything, yeah. and you get to and you end your basketball career, then you and you get into something like this, building your own, you're building your your building from happiness, you know, mm-hmm. building hoops on the rise. You you realize that like you break these these things down. You're like all these things were important. What coach told me to what coach told me to do. I needed to do to get my playing time mm-hmm. and 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 he actually wasn't a bad coach he was just he had a system and he wanted me to be a part of it and I didn't want to be a part of it because I wanted to do something else and like when I look back at my coaches all the times I hated on my coaches I was like I can't really hate on them because mm-hmm. they shaped me and what they were telling me at the time I didn't register I couldn't yeah. register because in my head I was playing off of Michael I was I was playing off of Michael Jordan like trying to be that yeah, guy yeah. you know and thinking that's why I, when I watch kids now, I'm just like, how? Because I know everybody thinks they're yeah. Everyone thinks everybody they're thinks they're the number one draft pick. Yeah. So the thing is, like, I coach the kids now, and I have kids on my team yeah. now that like want more playing time. I want this, and even though I ask me like, I'll play in the summer, and like I'm, I do well because they're still kids. So like mm-hmm. obviously, even if they're yeah. very talented, I'm I'm older. I have more experience. I have a little bit more skills. So I'm able to dominate them. Right. Oh, into why didn't you get more playing time? Like I checked your stats. You average like seven points a game, or, yeah. and it's like. And I used to think, I used to get really mad at my coaches, like you said. And then I understand there's two things. There's one, I was immature. I didn't want to play a role that they wanted me to play. And then there was also the fact that, like, the office system was just bad for me. Like, if I just looked at it, like, from that point of view, I wouldn't have been so frustrated, you know? Like, Concordia, when I was there, was super defensive and slow-paced and, like, not, not a lot of ball movement, nothing like that, which is not beneficial for my skills. And then... Now, what actually made me super nostalgic is I went to Concordia and now they're playing this fluid style, pass, 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 shoot threes. I'm like, damn, like, it was just time, you know? Like, if I, I was younger and I went to Concordia now, I would succeed. But now you're doing it for the kids, right? So it's like, you, you went through that for a reason. You yeah. stuck with Concordia because you could have easily transferred. But you stuck with Concordia and now it's your journey of labor. You know? yeah, so I mean, that's, that's what's interesting. Like, you don't know what your journey is going to be like. Yeah. You don't, I bet you, you imagine you'd be successful, but you probably didn't imagine this, like. Well, no, yeah, like, I kind of, yeah, I don't imagine, but even, like, when you're doing this, uh, when you're playing basketball, you're always 10 years ahead anyway, you know, yeah. you're always 10 years ahead of your vision, so, you think you're going to make the NBA when you're 14, yeah. mm-hmm. you get to 18, you didn't make the NBA yet, That's but along way. those lines, you probably figured, found some stuff that you like to do, Exactly. and yeah, that's... Yeah. That, that was a part of your vision. That's why I'm a little envious of you, man. Like, this guy wants to be a reporter and all that. Like, yeah, he's killing it. But they had that vision. Like, it's not even like, we met you at, what, 17? 17. It was not even like, 
Yeah, well, that's like, those are those are the people that, that you're lucky, man. That you're lucky the fact that you found a passion so quickly, and you're lucky that yeah, me, and you're lucky that me and Russ are awesome people. You adopted it, man. Adopted it, Korean. Legit. Well, Russ adopted it a little more. I'm like that stepdad that comes in on the weekends to <laughs> <laughs> make sure he's okay. No, but I think yeah. the important part about that is just like related to everything we're talking about, just like loving the actual journey and yeah. not the end goal. When you get once you get to the end goal, and you 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 just done. There's nothing yeah, after that. Like, so once you fall in love with the journey, that's when like that's why you got you, you just do it for you. You know what I mean? You like it. And it's easy to see. You know, mm-hmm. like the passion of people you work with. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You yeah, work yeah, with Reggie. He's yeah. a very passionate yeah. dude. Shane's a very passionate yeah. dude. Like we work with him. Like me and Russ talk. And we're like, oh, what can we do to like boost our company? You know? Yeah. We're like, yeah, we just gotta find three more Kareem's yeah. that don't exist. You know, <laughs> like they're rare. Like it's like. We find three more Kareem's, we'll be balls. The scariest part of uh, business stuff. Yeah, like we'll be balls. Like if you find three more Reggie's, you'll be like, I'm good. I'm done. I'm not cutting hair anymore. Like me and Russ will be like, oh, we got three more Kareem's. We're cool. Now we got to work less. But that's what I mean. Like, and it's easy to see who's on a journey and who's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But also, like, that's why you think we think you're 25 because you're way wiser than you're supposed to. And you, you oh, I'm, just, I'm just doing it. You should try to do more shots. Because why do you be blushing right now? It's <laughs> <laughs> happy. No, yeah. no, like, I'm just doing me. Like, I do what I like. It's that, I mean, like, that velvet cake. <laughs> it's a little blush. Like, bro, I like talking about balls. I was like, oh, let's do a podcast. Let's start talking about yeah, balls. Yeah, this was his idea. It wasn't even my idea. Like, I, you know me, I don't like talking, I don't like being in the spotlight of things. Like, half the people don't even know I'm part of Hoops on a Rise. Like, I don't tell anybody. Uh, that's, that's that's you know? stuff. Just do stuff. Like, you like it, you do it. Especially yeah. now, like, yo, you have a platform. Yeah, but you realize this at 18, bro. We even realize this at like 24. No, we like basketball, bro. We like basketball. We didn't realize just to do what makes us happy. You know, my nightmare would be is if I just never experienced this, but like, what happens if you finish playing basketball and, and you don't trust? your experiences with basketball and you don't automatically like you really have a short window to translate everything you've experienced with basketball into real life and if you don't do that then you wasted 20 mm-hmm. something it feels you didn't waste but it feels like you wasted yeah. so my night like i was like i thought about this before i'm like bro what if i didn't find um barbering right after yeah. like during basketball like what the hell would i have done because i as soon as i stopped that ball truth i Dumb school. I was like, bro, how am I sitting through this BS? You know, like mm-hmm. I'm not taking in anything, but and it's, it's me. I just don't want to be here, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not listening to what you're saying. So it's like, why am I even here right now? Yeah. So imagine you're in that situation, but whether you finish school or you don't, uh, you just don't know how to translate that into life. Yeah, no, it's, it's like you're lost, you're a baby again, you know? <laughs> That's why I tell you, if you're going to say ball is life, you got to start relating ball to life, yeah, you yeah. know? And it has yeah. to. It's, it's like yeah. such a long and, and rocky journey, yeah. you know? That's what we got. I mean, we got that ball is life, but there's life after ball. Yeah. You know? But it's still all interrelated because if you don't relate, then what is, like you said, what yeah, you Yeah, you lose all that. That was so much experience. It's a lot of knowledge. It's just, that's why I, to everything I'm in, my relationships, my, my friendships, my business now is like yeah. it's like this this is why ball made me who I am and this is what I learned I know I have a lot of flaws so I work at but the, my flaws were highlighted in basketball like yeah. I was like okay I'm a bit selfish here the mindset stays the same it's just like the, the medium that changes you know what I mean like yeah. for us 
or like hoops on like it's basketball, you know what yeah. I mean? We that's the the tool we used or that we we had before that taught us all these lessons and everything, right? Yeah. And you translate that into everything else. The mindset yeah. stays the same. Well, yeah. playing off yeah. of passion, because you know you're not getting exactly. paid. You're not getting paid as a, a high school CJEP university person. You're not getting paid. So it's like even when you start getting paid in something. All that energy has to come. You get paid more money, honestly. You'll get paid a lot more money if you're able to back that that um, energy into yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever thing you do next. You know. Yeah, like, but whatever you want to be like in life, like, you could be. It could be something simple. Like people think, oh, okay, I have to be an entrepreneur. Like, no, oh, no. Business. that's a word, bro. I don't want to talk about entrepreneur, but like, yeah. what is on? Like, think about it. Like, this is an Instagram. This is a social media. Yeah. Like, like entrepreneurs those, is those influencers. Yeah, it's not. Any, it's really you just, I, honestly, if you're an entrepreneur, you have to deal with more BS. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to break everything down right now, but it's really just a word. Yeah. If you have an opportunity to be a part of something special, whether you started it or not, I think yeah. that is key. It doesn't matter who started it. It just, if you want to be a part of a winning team, um, go ahead. It doesn't matter who, like just... Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah, just you just go you win, want. go win, and be happy. You want to be a journalist? Like I, I wish you the best, and I mm-hmm. hope that you reach that uh, that pinnacle of being a journalist. But like, and that's a good goal to have, you know. And, like, if you want to be a lawyer, like go be a lawyer. But, yeah, but go, uh, and, and the thing too, is it doesn't end with you becoming a journalist. It doesn't no, end with yeah, it Doesn't yes. end with any of that. Yeah, I want to be a journalist, but that's not all I want to do. You know what I mean? And again, you want to be a rapper. I want it to be a rapper. I want to be a rapper. But yo, look, you can do it. And if you don't want your face out there, yo, just put your music on SoundCloud. No one knows like who you are. Yo, there's everything to do whatever you want, bro. There's a, there's this chick I found not long ago. Yeah, long ago. No, no. So what's her app? I don't know what her app. Go, go She built a business of painting on plates. She just likes painting. She was like, oh, let me just do it on, on, on plates, right? Yeah. Ceramic plates. And now, like, a bunch of celebrities and people, like, follow her and everything. She has, like, over 100 plates up. By painting yeah. plates, you can do, like, anything. Oh, my, like, homie, anything. my homie, Travis told me, I remember he came into, uh, I don't know where I was at. I might have been still cutting my dad's house. But he's like, I was talking. And, um, I, mm-hmm. like, when I'm talking a lot, I'm trying to find my way, you yeah. know? So I'm just talking and talking to everybody. And I t- he tells me, bro, you can make a million dollars doing anything. Yeah. So you really don't have to worry about, you just have to make sure you love, you like what you're doing, you know? Exactly. And what I've come to understand now, what I really believe is the principles. So it's like understanding that it's a process and not a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, there's principles to becoming or to, to surviving mentally this game. Mm-hmm. You got to get adopt those principles. But literally anything. You can become a millionaire off of being a garbage bag. You can become a millionaire off of anything, bro. And, and you, if you don't believe me, go on YouTube and search up millionaire and any word, and you'll find somebody who's done it, you know? Yeah. Honestly. And as long as you do what you like, like you, you yeah. want. Because if you like something, obviously you're just going to keep doing it. Yeah. So you do it more and more, and then that's how you build it. Yeah. Yo, Russ, how long have we been going? Yo, that was old. Too long. It's probably over an hour. I'm not going to lie. Damn! Are you gonna cut this? You gotta cut this. I don't know. Yo, we might have to cut this up in like two parts. Your camera's done? It's off? No, I still can't go. It's 9 hours left if you want to go. You want to go 9 hours? Well, you guys gotta cut this, right? Yeah. 11 o'clock? Yeah, it's been an hour. 
Yeah. Oh, it's 11 o'clock? Oh, yeah. shoot. Okay. So I think we should wrap it up. Should we cut it in like two parts? Maybe. Well, we'll, we'll see how it looks after. Yeah, I, I don't think one shot. One shot? One shot. One shot. Like, one shot. two rookie, like, you go like for like three hours. Yeah. He talks for two hours? Yeah. yeah. No, best podcast out there, too. Check it out. Best podcast. But this is good content. Yeah, Mike Tyson podcast. Like, Mike, Mike, yeah, you are crazy. Mike, no, Mike, Mike Tyson was on Joe Rogan. Oh. I saw that. I saw that. And did you see the part where he said he does it? He, he refuses training? Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm not training. Because he, he, he gets back into that mental state of like yeah, killing someone. Like that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. He's like, yeah, I just smoke a lot of weed. Just chill. You know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's intense. That's it. But he was intense. Yeah, so. yeah. He was like, yeah, when first time I did uh, cocaine when I was nine. First time I did they just cocaine. He's from, he's from a place called Cat's Kill. Yeah. Like, that's like, it hey. sounds crazy, dog. Like, okay, yeah, no, legit. Not, anybody yeah. didn't see it, check it out. Crazy podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Learn a lot. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll cut it here. This is this is a good episode though. Oh, this is that gem city over here. I told yeah. you, like, the thing I told, I said it last week. I was like, yo, good thing that Sage because he's wiser than me. You know, like, I look super wise next to this guy because he's eighteen, but like, now <laughs> <laughs> I look like a normal person. But we're feeding off of each other. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah. So right. that's, thank you, Sage. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much yeah. for being on the podcast. This was legit. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Now, we get on to talk basketball, bro. I have a lot of sh- sh- garbage to talk about uh, NBA stuff. Or anything. Yeah, next time, yeah, next time we'll talk more basketball. For sure. Yeah, yeah. We're still a lot of basketball. This yeah. is just a lot of gems. More, so. Way more gems. Yeah, yeah. Get me at the end of this uh, CJEP and university season. I want to see how it turns out. I want to see yeah. if Vanny actually gets undefeated. Uh, Alright, so we'll good. come to you, guys. We'll have Sage back on uh, at the end of the season. Uh, get some good, get some feedback. Yeah, no, 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 talk too much. No, no, for sure. It's a podcast. Yeah. You're supposed to talk, but no, we'll cut it up. We'll send you some stuff. But yeah, but thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. Uh, oh, okay. Let me do this real quick. Okay, yo, if someone watched the whole thing, yo, we'll give you a T-shirt. How about that? That's right. I'll give you a T-shirt too. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Yeah, first ten people to message us and watch the whole thing. Yeah, two T-shirts. Okay, dude, okay. First ten people to say they watched the whole thing. Well, five people. We're not five people? Okay, five people. No, give them 10 t-shirts, bro. Right, ten. Gotta get it out. Get, all ten. Ten. get everything out. Okay, we're, we're just giving everything. Okay? Ten, 10 people <laughs> who message us? So 10 people, the first 10 yeah. people first who ten message people. us that watched the whole thing and until this part. You should put this right before the end, though. Because uh, you write in the comment. Did the first 10 people write a comment below the video? In the comments? Yeah. Like, so, I want a free t-shirt. Alright, first 10 comments. Get a free t-shirt from Hoops Are Eyes and Dance. I bless. Damn. Okay, but you gotta say, <laughs> wait, you gotta comment, I watched the whole thing. Yeah. That's it. Sounds good. Take care, take care, baby. Let's yes, go. There you go. All right.